With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, and as always, thank you for tuning in. Woo! Yes, episode number 51. Welcome back, family and friends. Happy 2023. It was a long three-month break for ya, boy. I went back home to see my family and friends over the holidays, so I had a good, nice trip. It's been a while since we talked. Very happy to be back here with you all. So again, thank you for joining us all of us here at the Ball and Buds Podcast, we appreciate your support. That being said, please subscribe to the podcast at whatever your streaming service is. Please leave us a five-star review. Every review gets us in front of more people. And obviously, if you love it, then you want to support us so other people can love it as well. So please do your boys and girls a favor. Well, I guess we've never had any girl buds on here, which is maybe something we need to fix. Any uh, chicas out there that want to talk some sports or entertainment, get at your boy. Any of those people out there that want to be a part of the Ball and Buds podcast as we are going to the top, you better jump on the train now. Anyways, if you want to be a contributor or you want to be a bud, let me know. I am accepting buds, uh, and I'm down to talk with anyone. So, uh, you know, as long as you have knowledge in that subject, get at me and let's talk. Woo! We made it. <laughs> and any of the fans that have been with us, uh, even if you haven't been with us, even if you're new, welcome to the family. We will welcome anyone and everyone. We are an equal opportunity podcast. Let's get this straight now. All I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? So please make sure you share on your social media with all of your friends. We as well now have a YouTube channel, so please go check that out and subscribe so you can see all the funny videos from Clubber D, the Combat G, Mike Weeby, and all of our other buds. We've had some pretty good videos thus far, so please go check those out. And... Go ahead and hit us at the email. That is ballandbuds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, at 
MVPSMB.com. That stands for MVP Specialty Marketing Business. As you all know, that is my new marketing business. Also be on the lookout for that as well. Again, that email address to hit up any of myself or the buds. All and buds at MVPSMB.com. Yes, sir. Drop that. So I'm only going to say this once. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me as the main event of WrestleMania. Acknowledge me as the champion of choice. And on this episode of the Ball and Buds podcast, in my intro, it's actually going to be a solemn intro this week, uh, even though we are celebrating our two-year anniversary and it is a joyous celebration. There are times in life where we must mourn those that have passed. And so there have been a bunch of people that have passed since our last episode that I need to make sure I bring into the picture, but also... Uh, We recently had a passing in the wrestling world, which hit home uh, with me and hurt. I wanted to definitely pay tribute to Jay Briscoe, Um, so we'll definitely get into that in the intro. And then I will be getting into all the sports, entertainment, and world news that you expect from this podcast. We will update you on all of the sports, including the NBA NHL standing update and the NFL playoff update. Also, we will talk a little bit of MLB, but we will have Mike Weeby come on soon for that. If you want to know UFC MMA news before Clubber D comes on, go check out again the new YouTube channel. There are a bunch of new updates from the MMA and boxing UFC world there for you. And we will talk some entertainment news as well. We will talk Justin Bieber recently selling his catalog for an insane amount of money. Find out how much that was. And we'll also talk about the Grammys, who has been invited to perform. And there will be a reason why I'm actually talking about these subjects, because I have a future star that I would like to introduce to you. Actually, I've already introduced him to uh, uh, last year, but we are going to reintroduce him because this is the breakout year. 2023 and 2024 will be some big years for your boy, Louis Stacks. Star Boy Louis Stacks. 
and stay tuned at the end of the episode for a Louis Stacks Easter egg track. And also, well, we'll talk big tech and the social media companies and how that's affecting uh, not only people that have worked there, but also the government, how they're going after them, and then how that actually affects the marketing world. Finally, we'll get into some world news. Uh, we're going to talk about what the Pope had to say yesterday. So, yeah, we had some breaking news from the Pope yesterday with some comments on the LGBTQ community. And see, well, we will touch on that and you will get my thoughts as a Catholic. And then finally, in my outro, we will talk about a young lady who was named Tennessee Teacher of the Year and later arrested on marijuana charges and why. That should indicate that marijuana is putting good people in jail. So, buckle in, strap up, let's get hit. Shout out to my new friend! But first... You know how we like to start here at the Ball and Buds Podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. And so in my intro, as I said, it has been a long three months as we took our break after our season five finale actually dropping this on the two-year anniversary but again we already celebrated that now we're going to talk about some of the people we lost over the past few months it has been a a long few months so just wanted to uh, give a shout out and a rest in power to all of those we lost at the end of 2022 and 2023 and to any of those out there that may have lost family and friends, first of all, let's put them those people first because they're more important to you in your lives than celebrities. Um, so let's give a shout out to anybody that you may have lost in your lives. Uh, we love you and we hope that you are um, doing okay after that loss. They know I'm sending my thoughts and prayers to them and I love y'all. Uh, But that being said here, obviously we're going to talk about uh, celebrities. It is a sports and entertainment podcast. So in the end of 2022 and 2023 thus far, we're going to go through the people that, the celebrities that we have lost. And then I'm going to get into one of the personal ones to me, as I mentioned, Jay Briscoe. So first, let's start with some of the people we lost. Coolio, um, also a.k.a. Artist Leon Ivy Jr., was an American rapper uh, he started with as a member of the gangsta rap group Dub C and the Mad Circle. He actually achieved mainstream success, as most people know, um, with his hit and 1995 Grammy Award-winning single, Gangsta's Paradise, after the classic movie with Michelle Pfeiffer, Dangerous Minds. Woo, what a great movie that was. For any of you youngsters out there that never saw that movie, go back and check that out. It's probably on Netflix or something, but that was a great movie. And uh, this song, Gangsta's Paradise, the single of that movie soundtrack, which another thing youngsters don't have these days. We used to have movie soundtrack. Now, I know they still have movies, but we used to actually get these things on CD. They used to sell them on CDs, and people could buy movie soundtracks. Um, I mean, I didn't buy that many, but I bought a few. I remember the first one of the first CDs I ever got was the Above the Rim music soundtrack. Uh, that great basketball movie starring Tupac and uh, a cast of other great characters. 
Coolio, may he rest in power as well. Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn, may she rest in power. We talk about her because we did bring her family up in one of our outros last year when we were discussing mental health and the issues that her family had dealt with. So we definitely wanted to give a shout out to her, American country music singer and songwriter in a career spanning an amazing six decades. She had multiple gold albums and her uh, major hit was Coal Miner's Daughter, which as well, there was a film in 1980 called Coal Miner's Daughter, which was actually based based on her real life. So, I mean, how crazy is that? That was 40 years ago they made a movie about her life, and then she still went on to be famous for the next 40 years. So, um, you know, just an amazing person. Uh, nominated for 18 Grammy Awards, won three. The most awarded female country recording artist, um, probably until now, until probably, I guess you would say Taylor Swift, although she's not really country anymore. She's more pop now, but I guess she would still be considered, I don't know. Uh, actually, I do know, because I'm here in Nashville, they do not consider her country anymore, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know how Billboard actually classifies that sort of thing. I think she is pop now. Anyway, this, 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 ramblings of the mind. Tay-Tay, you know we love you here. I am a Swifty faux show. Uh, I love you, Tay-Tay. Actually, we should hang out. You're in Nashville. I'm in Nashville. Let's, let's chill sometime. Anyways, um, Teardrops on My Guitar, my favorite Tay-Tay song of all time. Anyways, shout out Taylor Swift. She was the only female ACM artist of the decade in the 1970s. And she also scored 24 number one hit singles and 11 number one albums. Amazing, amazing, amazing artist, musician, rest in power, Loretta Lynn. Another artist we lost, uh, Takeoff from the Migos. Now, I don't—I admittedly don't listen to the Migos' music. I don't really care for much of the rap music these days. Uh, I am much more of a hip-hop fan from the 80s, 90s, old-school rap, stuff like that. But I will give them their due. They are a you know, super group that made a lot of money and a lot of people liked. Um, and unfortunately, at a dice game in Houston, I remember the story being uh, Takeoff, who apparently wasn't even involved in the beef, lost his life. So as an innocent bystander, that is unfortunate. Wow, uh, that that situation even happened. And, uh, you know, losing such a, a young soul, you know, a young person at such a young age when they shouldn't be taken at that young of an age. So uh, um, shout out and rest in power to him as well. Uh, some other people from the end of 2022, three ladies I know loved by my mother, um, and uh, so Angela Lansbury from Murder, She Wrote. I remember I used to watch Murder, She Wrote with my mom as I was a young boy growing up and, you know, watching TV with her in the room. She'd always be watching that and some other shows that she loved. So I uh, remember Angela Lansbury fondly, may she rest in power as well, Kir Kirstie Alley. From Cheers and Look Who's Talking, Arrest in Power, Barbara Walters, uh, American newscaster, obviously very popular, maybe after or, you know, even up there with Oprah as the top female newscaster journalist of all time, broadcast journalist of all time. Um, she was in ABC Evening News 2020 and The View. So, and then now in 2023, so far, we have lost uh, Gangsta Boo who was a member of the 3-6 Mafia, a uh, famous rap group from the late 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's daughter, also married to Michael Jackson. And then uh, last week, David Crosby, 
another American uh, folk artist, country artist, song singer, songwriter. Um, I don't know what the song singer, songwriter, songwriter. He was actually a founder of the Birds and obviously Crosby, Stills and Nash, which are two famous rock and roll country groups. And he is actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. Last week, Pope Benedict passed away. So he was the head of the Catholic Church, the main pope from the main pope, <laughs> the pope from 2005. I mean, you do remain a pope afterwards, though, so technically main pope would be correct there. Anyways, he was the um, acting pope, I should say, from 2005 to 2013. And so y'all know I'm Catholic, so I got to send a shout out and a big rest in power to Pope Benedict. But also because in the world news, we're going to talk about the controversy of the comments that Pope Francis had yesterday on the LGBTQ community on homosexuality and being a sin versus a crime and the Catholic Church. So you will get my perspective uh, as a Catholic. And so we'll get into all that as well later, but I just wanted to give a rest in power to him. And then finally this morning, American sports pastor, voice sports pastor. Wow, I was just talking about the Pope, so I said sports <laughs> What if there was such a thing as a sports pastor? I do know they have like the, the team chaplains and stuff. I guess that would be a sports pastor. Oh, look at that. Anyways, the ramblings of my mind. Anyways, um, <laughs> the ramblings of some L.A. Kush. Um, and then finally, this morning, the voice of NCAA March Madness American sportscaster Billy Packer passed away. So we wanted to send a rest in power to him as well. As we wish all of those who passed away, we wish them a rest in power, including anyone that you know, family and friends. And as well, we pray for your comfort and for the families of all those who lost someone. And then now, finally, a huge rest in power to uh, Jay Briscoe and a uh, sending my obviously my prayers, my strengths, my pop, my strength, excuse me, my positivity to his brother Mark. Um, and all of their family. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, um, and um, the reason that I am bringing him up is because uh, this one kind of hurt me, you know, uh, and I actually not kind of, it did hurt. Um, you know, Jay Briscoe was one of the few wrestlers that I, whenever I went to a show, actually stayed after the show to take pictures with fans and actually have conversations with fans. And as a fan of an art, you can appreciate when the artist or the athlete or the entertainer goes out of their way to make time for fans. And so I've actually seen Jay five times, I believe, uh, for sure. I don't know if I've seen it more than that. Um, because he's been in the wrestling world for 20 years now. He started in ROH back in 2000 uh, when I was watching ROH, and they actually used to come through Manassas, Virginia, and other places back in that day. And so I met him at an ROH show a long time ago. I don't remember when the first time I met him was, but he was an awesome dude taking pictures with people after, you know, dapping everybody up again. That first time, nothing major. It was just like he took pictures with me. Hello, hey, great job. You know, I'm a fan. Things like that. Super nice dude. Um, but what really struck me was I met him again probably like five more years after that, after at another show. And again, same same type of vibe, same, you know, going out, meeting the fans. Again, very nice, cordial. 
But what really hit me was this past time around. Last year, I, I had the pleasure of running into Jay and Mark three times after shows last year. And the first time I ran into them after StarCast, they stopped and, again, took a picture with me. You know, we had a conversation and chatted about the times we had met before. And, you know, they seemed to have kind of remembered me, even though I wouldn't have expected it, right, because it had been years. Um, but, again, very nice asking me about myself, my family, where I'm from, things like that, you know, all that good stuff. Um, and then the next two times, since they were so close together, it happened a few months apart. I think the next time was... Um, the SummerSlam, and then I think the final time, or no, Ric Flair's last match, and then SummerSlam. And then after that, the, he, they were at a NWA taping here in Nashville over at Skyway Studios. So again, I had the pleasure of seeing them three times after shows this year, and every time they remembered me. And every time he smiled and was like, yo, what's up, Omar? And it was like, wow. And I know, yes, they saw me three times this year, so it's easier to remember somebody that way. But even then, they've met thousands and thousands and thousands of people at the shows in the past year. And so for them to remember me and remember taking a, you know, uh, speaking with me and all that, it was just really, you know what I'm saying, very nice. Um, and actually cared about talking to you as fans. Uh, just a really good dude. Uh, and it's just, again, sad that someone has taken so soon, 38 years old, father of, um, I believe, two young girls um uh and yeah it's just sad he died in a car accident in maryland um, before. and i was emotional before the match on AEW. they had a very emotional match between jay's brother mark briscoe and jay lethal who has spent a lot a lot of time with them during their ROH days, so emotional that Jay Lethal was even tearing up before the match started, and so did I. I even uh, it was uh, getting a little misty in here, but uh, you know that's what happens when uh, someone goes out of their way to be nice to you and goes out of their way to make you feel like you're special, even though there's thousands of other fans that he probably did the same thing to. It just shows how cool of a dude he was. He was a great wrestler, and to me, as I knew him. Um, a really, really good dude along with his brother, Mark. So shout out and a big, huge rest in power. You will be missed by the whole wrestling community and all of your fans. May you and everyone else that we lost over the year 2022 and even the beginning of 2023, may they all rest in power. And now, without further ado, he is your favorite host with the most, your sports, entertainment, and world news media journalist, Omar Foot. No, let me stop. <laughs> this is me. It's me. You get me for the whole episode. Yay! Yay! I can bring two of my friends! Yay! Five dollars? How much is it for... How much is it for ten tickets? <laughs> Yay! I can bring three of my friends! 
<laughs> I'm literally just sitting in my apartment at like one o'clock in the morning doing this, just like on my couch, blazed, just like laughing at myself. I can't stop. Okay, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> First of all, we are going to talk some sports news. So, kicking off this weekend and the NFL playoffs start, we have in the AFC, the Chiefs with a somewhat injured Patrick Mahomes ankle, although he says he's good and looked to be running okay. We will see how that works out. If it does affect him, obviously that is going to hurt the Chiefs' chances, but it is the Chiefs versus the Bengals and Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, and the rest of the crew, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, J- uh, uh, Joe Mixon, and the rest of that crew in Cincinnati trying to get to back-to-back Super Bowls since obviously they were there last year when they lost to the Los Angeles Rams. So again, the Chiefs are the favorites here unless... Uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle is bad, and if it is, then obviously the Bengals will be the favorites. In the NFC, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Shout out to Clubber D, the Combat G, run by Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, rather, the last pick in the draft. Uh, Number three quarterback is now the number one after injuries to Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. They will now face the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been strong all year long, led by MVP candidate Jalen Hurts, who has lost only one game as a starter. Yes, they're 14-4, and four, but those other games he was injured. So technically, um, they have been a really, really strong team while he has been the starter. So they will go up against the 49ers, who are a really, really, really complete team. And um, if Brock Purdy keeps playing at the way he is, then he, I mean, would be the only weak link, but right now he's not. So so my picks are going to be, I will stick with who I originally picked in the NFC. I originally picked San Francisco. Um, but in the NFC, at the beginning of the playoffs, I had picked the Buffalo Bills. I thought it was their season with everything that had happened uh, with DeMar Hamlin. Thank God, by the way, that he is... Um, on the road to recovery. We were off, obviously, when that incident happened, but wow, that was wild. I had never seen anything like that in an NFL game before, um, but we are glad that he is doing br- better and saying, uh, sending prayers and strength to him and his family. That being said, I had chosen the Bills. I thought it was going to be one of those destiny-type seasons. It is not. So, um, uh, again, if if the ankle is good, it's the Chiefs and Mahomes. If not, then it's the Bengals, and that will be the pick there. Uh, either way, I think that the 49ers are the team to beat uh, for the Super Bowl. And what kind of story would that be? Having mystery relevant, the last pick in a draft, number three, wasn't even thought to play a game this season to lead you to a Super Bowl title. How amazing of a story would that be? Uh, also, Clubber D would be happy, so I would be happy for him. Um, clearly, my team sucks, so who cares? Uh, we're not going to talk about them. The MVP race, they have come down to the finalists. Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow are your candidates. 
a lot of people are pointing to Patrick Mahomes, but as I mentioned earlier, Jalen Hurts only lost one game as a starter. Uh, he is my MVP pick, Jalen Hurts. He has a great season, and when he was out, they lost three games without him. How much more value do you have to prove, right? And yeah, you could say the, oh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's can win the MVP every season. He's like the MJ or the Shohei. Um, you know, I, I, as you heard me and Mike talk about when we had that argument, I, uh, I don't subscribe to that. Um, are there people that could win the MVP yet every year? Sure. Yes, there are people that could. Should they? No. Sorry. Um, I think three at a time is enough. Uh, you know, if they were to give it to Nikolai Jokic this year as a third time, I would say, you know, he can't get it next year. Sorry. You have to wait. I did the same thing with Larry Bird. You know, like, I'm sorry. Just got to start. We don't want to see the same thing over and over. Could they? Sure. Mike, like Mike Weeby said, Michael Jordan could have won the MVP every year. We don't want to see that. Jordan fans may have wanted to. The rest of us don't. Right? So, I understand. Anyways, uh, Jalen Hurts is my pick there. Uh, speaking of Mike Weeby, we will get him in for some MLB updates. Uh, in the next few episodes, we'll have him come on, so we will do our MLB preview. So, please be on the lookout for that. We will talk free agency, which has been crazy with the Carlos Correa and the Mets huge spending. We will talk about all that. All the rule changes coming up for the season, the pitch clock, the no shift. Um, all of this craziness, and we will get his picks and predictions. That being said, now let us update you on the NHL and NBA standings. So, in the NBA right now, my Celtics are the top team in the league, looking really, really strong. They had won nine in a row before the other day when they just lost to the Orlando Magic. Although we have the best record in the league, we are 35 and 14, four games above the 76ers and the Bucks, who are second and third in the East. And then you have the Nets at fourth, but Kevin Durant is hurt right now, so we will see where they go up or down. And then you have the Cavaliers, shout out Luciano and the 36 Chambers out there uh, at the fifth spot, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And in the Western Conference, we have leading that aforementioned Nikolai Jokic and the Denver Nuggets at 34-15, and 15, one game behind the Celtics for the best record in the league. And then you have John Morant and the young upstart Grizz who are coming on super strong, contender for sure. And with that young squad, they are here to stay for years to come. As long as they stay healthy, John Morant looks awesome, even though they have lost the last four, a little bit of stumbling streak, but every team has that, as you saw earlier with the Celtics and other teams as well. Uh, the Kings, the surprising Sacramento Kings at number three. Can you believe it? They have not been good since, wow, back in the mid-90s. Remember 95 when they got screwed by the NBA in that playoff series so the Lakers could go to the uh, finals? Yeah, we won't talk about that. Anyways, conspiracy theories. And then another young upstart, the Pelicans at, in the fourth spot. They got Zion back. Matched up with C.J. McCall, and they are balling out. And then you got the Clippers there at number five. So you got Kawhi and PG-13, Paul George, hanging on there. So uh, they're there, the Mavericks, uh, Clubber D's sons, and then those punk-ass Warriors at number eight, which I am so happy to see them sucking this year. That's what y'all get. Y'all didn't deserve that championship last year. I know y'all sold y'all souls, so I hope y'all enjoyed that dynasty because y'all going to suck from here on out. Ha, 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 ha. Nope. Denied. (laughs) 
Moving on to the NHL standings, we have in the Eastern Conference the Bruins. Those Boston Bruins are off to an amazing start. They are 38 and 5. <laughs> Let me say that again 38 wins and 5 losses. That is freaking crazy. And 4 of those losses coming in overtime. They've only lost one game in regulation out of 43 games. That is crazy. So, wow. Following them up, you got the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Carolina Hurricanes, the New Jersey Devils, and the Tampa Bay Lightning rounding out the top five there. Shout out. And in the Western Conference, we have a whole bunch of teams up here at the top just jumbled. Everybody has about pretty much the same record. Uh, you got the, the Dallas Stars and the uh, Winnipeg Jets at the top. Uh, but then you got a whole jumble of teams, including my Los Angeles Kings playing very well this year. You got the LA Golden Knights, the Seattle Kraken, the Edmonton Oilers, the Colorado Avalanche and the Minnesota Wild and the Preds. The Preds are there. Oh, seventh spot. Um, so they are hanging in there as well. Moving on to the entertainment world. An amazing $200 million for Justin Bieber's music catalog. Yes, he sold all the rights to his music, anything released. Uh, before 2022, so I guess that doesn't include his latest album. Uh, but anyways, we saw this with Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen recently. Bruce Springsteen actually sold his for $500 million, um, but that was his whole life's work, not just... Um, but yeah, man, these artists can make a lot of money off their music, right? So, I mean, remember all the stuff that went with Taylor Swift and how her music was caught up with in, that, in the two companies and the hassle that she had to go through. Um, her music is worth i mean uh, i was telling somebody the other day because everybody knows the Ticketmaster controversy that happened with taylor swift's tickets well congress this week actually brought Ticketmaster to congress to answer about this and i was saying man how famous do you have to be for congress to take up a case because your tickets weren't sold uh, to all the people that wanted them or in a timely fashion or in without breaking down the system because you have so many fans. That's how famous you have to be. That Congress takes up your case because your tickets weren't sold properly. <laughs> like, damn, Tay-Tay. Say what? Louise. I'm joking. Wow. That is crazy. But yeah, good for her. Uh, her I can't imagine how much of her music is worth some crazy amount of shit. Uh, but hey, good for her. You make the music, you deserve it. Speaking of music and music to be performed, the Grammy Awards announced the first three artists to be performing, Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, the queen of R&B, and Sam Smith, country music artist. So, um, the reason I bring this up is not because I care uh, necessarily about who performs at the Grammys or the Grammys themselves, because I actually haven't watched it in a while. Um, but that being said, the reason I do bring that up is because MVP Specialty Marketing Business on deck, an artist. Get excited, get ready. He goes by the name of Louis Stacks. He's from Boston, and I can tell you right now, 
Madu, mi familia, we, wow, we've got some some magic to make uh, with his skills and uh, my advertising magic. He is going to be the next and bigger than Bad Bunny. And you think I'm joking, mark my words, I am not joking whatsoever. I am saying this right now on wax i am manifesting and calling this right now louis stacks will be the next bad bunny and we are going to make sure that happens i told him we're both going to have mansions on the beach in puerto rico by the time this joint is said and done me familia the pr check them out louis stacks from boston you can see them on instagram uh at louis stacks one They got it all confused. They tough, a nigga gon' lose. I came up from nothing, baby. This is what I do. I'm turned up in a booth. I'm turned up in a booth. They got it all confused I came up from nothing I came from a struggle Stay away from fake love Cause that fake love don't love you All I know is just hustle All I know is just hustle All I know is just hustle That bag man gotta get it It's mine, I spend it It's fucked up when it's empty Ain't nobody round when it's empty Stacks man, we got plenty Stacks man, I got plenty Hennessy, no Remy I told y'all get busy Louis Stacks, no Fendi Heart cold, it's too empty Push my flow like a new Bentley Lemonade niggas, man, you too simply Ain't shit, nigga, you can do with me Make the beat, that's a book 50 Took my chances, they were so risky, damn Woo! Future star, boy Louis Stacks yeah. Now listen! That's called motherfucking bars You know nothing about that! Once again, on Instagram, at Louis Stacks, that's L-O-U-I-E, Stacks, S-T-A-C-K-S-1, the number one. So, Louis Stacks 1. Check him out on Instagram. You will not be disappointed, and you will see him blowing up. Moving on to world news. So, uh, there is another filed with the government and the Justice Department filed this according to the AP on an antitrust suit against Google for an alleged monopoly of the entire ecosystem of online advertising as hurtful burden to advertisers, consumers, and even the government. Um, so let me say something as a digital marketer who knows a lot about all of this. Uh, it is true, they do have a monopoly, uh, but also at the same time, they offer, and yes, I do agree, that will probably overtake from advertisers and from small businesses and things like that um but at the same time they do uh, i mean they're the the programs platforms algorithms machine learning thing that they have things that they have are so much better than anybody else they have to have that monopoly because they just don't none of the other search engines and other even stack even close to google so if we were to you know, bring them down in power and take money away from that would just be hurting us as well. So I don't think it's a great idea. Um, while I do agree they have a monopoly, they do do a lot of anti-competitive conduct and things that would be found as probably unfair in, or they are probably unfair in a lot of industries. Honestly, the internet needs them. And if Google were to be hurt by this or 
I don't know what's going to happen or if anything can really happen for this from this because as I have mentioned plenty of times before, all social media sites are all private. So technically they're not even controllable by the government anyways and shouldn't be because they're private platforms. Uh, you know, the government likes to control everything. And, uh, you know, if we live in a capitalist society, well, then that's what's going to happen. You're going to have other people that are mad that they can't compete. Um, and so, you know, people are going to be upset that Google has a monopoly and try to take away from that. So these other lower companies are trying to, you know, fight back. And uh, do I blame them? No. But at the same time, I do understand as a digital marketer how important Google is. Uh, but the now. So um, social SEO is huge these days. Social media, Gen Z actually uses social media to search more than they use Google. So they are the first of the, you know, the different age ranges that they have. Um, they are the first group to use social media more than Google as their primary search engine. Um, so that's really crazy because, I mean, I know I and anybody older than me uses Google as their primary search engine. Um, so just wild how things have changed over the years with the technology. So we'll actually see uh, what happens there. Moving on to world news. So, earlier I talked about how we would talk about the comments that Pope Francis had just yesterday. These comments came out, and uh, boy, oh boy, did they spark some controversy within the Catholic Church and the Catholic community. Uh, as you know, I am Catholic, born and raised. And so this has been huge news in people thinking, you know, is he saying the right thing? Is he not saying the right thing? And and so forth. And um, so anyways, I went to a, I went to my church meeting this morning. Uh, I have a group that I meet with at church. We do volunteer work and stuff anyways. So uh, we kind of talked about it a little as well. And so some of the older folks, you know, they don't necessarily agree with what he said. Me personally, I completely agree with what he said. Um, so let's start with, first of all, what did he say? Well, Pope Francis criticized the laws that criminalize homosexuality as unjust. And so he goes on to say being homosexual isn't a crime. Completely agree. Um, but... A lot of religions in general, most religions don't agree with homosexuality. So um, what he is saying here is that while it is a sin in the Catholic Church, that doesn't mean, though, that that they should be discriminated against or shouldn't be treated like the human beings that they are. And so while, yes, in, in, in my religion, right, I believe that you need to leave everybody alone focus on the people that are in your religion, right? And this goes to all religions. Focus on the people that are in your religion, in your church, in your mosque, in your temple, whatever, right? Um, in your tabernacle, as Big Pun used to call it. Shout out Big Pun, Terror Squad. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyways, um, and so while, yes, we do agree it's a sin, we don't need to be opposing that on other people. Other people have their beliefs, and just because they don't believe what we believe in the Catholic Church does not make that um, wrong. Yeah, in, to, in our religion, that doesn't make it wrong to them. And it's definitely not a crime, right? Whether it's a sin or not to us, it should not be charged with a crime. That's ridiculous. We are now in 2020 something. And I think people just need to get over that and let people live whatever kind of lives they want to live. If you don't like it, don't pay attention to it. You don't need to pay attention to it. Um, and that's one of the things that I talk about with my group. And they know how to where I stand on the whole thing. Like, yes, I'm a devout Catholic. I love Jesus. I go to church all the time. I, I'm in a church group that meets weekly. I do volunteers at the church. I do a lot of things for the church. I also drink. 
I also curse. I also smoke weed. A lot of church people would probably say all three of those things are sins. I don't believe so. To me, they're not. So Pope Francis might think those things are sins, but I don't. And so to me, it's what I believe. It's not what you believe, right? And the reason I say that is because Pope Francis is going off of the, off of the catechism. And the catechism of the Catholic Church is something that was established a long time ago. Uh, I mean, over the, over the centuries and centuries, this has uh, been written into rules. Uh, basically, there is what they are by the Catholic Church of things that can and cannot be done. But these things were all written by men off of their understanding or interpretation of what Jesus said. Well, I'm sorry, but every man is fallible. So, um, you know, while, yes, I use what the church's rules are as my starting point, I then go back, read what Jesus actually had to say, and then I interpret it in my view, and I go from there, and I live my life. So... That's why I curse, because I don't believe cursing is a thing. The words fuck, shit, damn, bitch, ass weren't around. So unless you can point out where it says that he said I can't say any of those words, well, then you can't tell me I can't curse because those are just words. And they were just words until someone said it was a curse word and then other people took off with it. Like that's something that you can decide. No, I decide whether it's a curse or not. And I don't think it is. I think it's a form of expression just like any other word. Just like smoking weed. It is my medicine. I use it to help me go through day to day. Does that mean that uh, I'm a bad person? Or does that mean that because you believe it's a sin that I do? No. Me and Jesus have an agreement that I am allowed to use that as my medicine. It was given to us as grass on this earth, and I don't believe that it's a sin. And so, again, it, it, it is... It is it's going to be a sticky issue no matter who you are, right? Um, everyone has their threshold of what is a sin and what isn't a sin. But what this definitely should not be is criminalized, and we definitely need to treat people with the respect that they deserve, no matter what their choices are in life. And the Catholic Church, no matter, uh, or any other religion, no matter what religion they are, shouldn't be pushing their views on other people. If you want to speak to other people, evangelize, give your love to them, invite them into the church, into your religion. That's awesome. That's amazing. I love when people evangelize. I like evangelizing. I like telling people about the good news of Jesus and the love that he gives, but that doesn't mean I'm going to push it on anybody. I'm not trying to push my views on anyone. If they don't want it, if they wanted to do it, they would do it. They don't need you to push it on them. Right. So anyways, needless to say, make a long story short, it is a sticky issue in the church right now. Some people are upset. Some people like me think that he's right. Um, but either way, people need to be treated with the respect that they deserve no matter who they are. Now, if they're a completely bad person and they just go around murdering people, well, obviously there are exceptions to the rules. But gay people are not those people. And so it should not be criminalized and they should be left alone. So leave every minority alone. Leave any group alone. Just pay attention to your own damn groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, why everybody got to be involved in everybody else's business, by the way? I'm saying leave them alone. Just like you should leave the Native Americans alone and the Asians alone and the blacks alone and the Hispanics alone. Which, by the way, welcome to the welcome to the club there, LGBTQ uh, community. Welcome. Uh, us minorities have been here for a long time being discriminated against, so welcome to the club. <laughs> Nope. Denied.
know how we like to end things here at the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. And so you know how we like to do our outro. First, we are going to start with our strains that have sponsored this episode. So um, because I was gone for three months, I have obviously smoked a lot since then. So we've had a bunch of beautiful strains. I've had about 10 different strains over the past three months, maybe even more than that. I can't remember all of them. Uh, But what I did is I picked out the top five from that I had here in Nashville and also back home in D.C. So we're just going to go over those. And then I want to get into a story um, which just reinforces my views of that marijuana should be legal uh, because people get punished for stupid little crimes that involve marijuana marijuana that they should not be punished for because it's just stupid if we would just legalize it. Anyways, we'll get into that in a second. We're going to smoke some goodness first. So let me hit this bowl of uh, some good, good animal mints. Woo! Oh, that's some good stuff. As uh, Snoop Dogg or Martha Stewart or Cheech and Chong would say, that is some good shizzle. Ugh, my nizzles. Anyways. All right. So, let's get into these strains right here. Smoke weed every day. And so, yes, that is what we're starting with today. The strain that I still have a little bit of and currently smoking it on because it has now moved in to my top five strains of all time, Animal Mints. Ooh, this joint is a hitter, a killer, but it's just so good. And it's a uh, very relaxing, uh, lay you out on the couch, nice to watch TV with, things like that. It is rated 4.5 stars on Leafly. Um, It has the flavor of mint, uh, hybrid, but it leans towards the indica of the hybrid. It It is a cross between animal and mint cookies. It is a sweet, pungent aroma, and it definitely has a minty taste to it. Uh, very bright green uh, and brown buds with a dusting of frost. Very, very good. Medical marijuana patients claim that it helps them with the stress, and it definitely does. Uh, relaxation, It'll make you hungry. It'll make you sleepy. Uh, definitely menthol. A little bit of apple flavor there as well. Um, so if you're having trouble eating and things like that, you can definitely use that to help you to eat as well. That's got to be like 20 in the 20s because it hits really hard. But anyways, the terpenes are micrine, carifeline, and pinene. So again, uh, you know, the herbal for grounding and the pepper for taking away the stress and the anxiety and the pinene. Uh, good for your mental and the sleep and the stimulation of hunger so definitely want to look into that and smoke weed every day and the second strain we have is the Khalifa Kush. Yes, it is the bud of Wiz Khalifa himself. It was out of the public for a while, kept in secret, but it started to leak out and I was able to get my hands on some. It is delicious. Rated a 4.6 on Leafly, a 21% THC. It's a hybrid, but it definitely leans towards the sativa because it's definitely a good for energetic day use. Use it in the morning. I was using it to help me work and do things like that. So very good for the creativity, uplifting. Um, you know, uh, medical marijuana patients say it helps with pain and stress. Uh, has the taste of lemon 
pine, um, definitely a pungent aroma, um, but really good to smoke on. And again, very good during the day. Um, it definitely had that li limonene, uh, micrine, and carophylline terpenes. And those are all of the ones that are really going to give you a good start to your day. So, um, especially the limonene gives a good burst of energy. And uh, so this really also, because it does make you creative, it also helps you to focus. And so for ADD and ADHD, those of you with that out there, this definitely helps with that, the medical marijuana patients claim, and also with pain and stress. So if you need any of that, Khalifa Kush is what you will be looking for. And... Funny enough, Khalifa Kush, which comes from OG Kush, actually breads Baby Yoda and Khalifa Mints. So I haven't had either of those, but I'd love to get my hands on some Baby Yoda. I love Yoda. Um, smoke weed, you must. I don't know what I, I don't know how to speak Yoda. Sorry, that was a horrible impression. I'm so sorry, Yoda. I t I'm so sorry. <laughs> moving on. Moving, moving on. <laughs> Ah, let me hit the bowl again. Oh, that's some funny shiznittle bambizzle. Smoke weed every day. Alright, anyways, on to the next strain. The next strain that we had was Granimals. So Granimals, the name of the line of children in baby clothes, which is hilarious. Um, but... Um, not intended for anyone under the age of 21, apparently, is what they say. <laughs> I was going to say 18, but I don't even, I, I don't know. I started smoking when I was 14, so what you want from me? <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Anyways, the Granimals, rated 4.5 on Leafly, is a 24% THC indica. So very high THC in this one. This one will lay you on the couch out. You're going to be feeling good, watching some Netflix, things like that. It is a very potent indica strain made by crossing grape pie and animal cookies. The strain produces a calming and euphoric effects. Uh, a very tingly full body high. Ideal for winding down in the evening after a long day of work. Very cool looking buds, camouflage with dense purple and green trichomes, and it has like a silver glow on the dustings. It's really cool looking. Um, it'll definitely put you to sleep, make you relax. It has the flavors of grape, pepper, even a little bit of tobacco flavor uh, to it. Medical marijuana patients say it helps with glaucoma, fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia, excuse me, and gastrointestinal disorder. So those of you with the IB dizzle, um, definitely want to try that out uh, if you get your hands on it. Smoke weed every day. The next strain we had was Italian Ice. And so Italian Ice is a hybrid rated 4.3 on Leafly. It definitely, it definitely leans indica so it's definitely a little more calming but it's a much newer strain um so it hasn't been around too too long but medical marijuana patients say it helps with relaxation um and sleepy it'll make you sleepy which it definitely uh helped with me and it actually helped me a little bit to focus at night on some things i was doing uh but what it really helped with was the anxiety so for me this really really helped calm down my anxiety um uh, when i was dealing anytime with that has a uh, chestnut flavor as well as a little bit of tobacco and maybe even a little tar 
very resinous uh, buds. But the Italian ice is pretty good. They don't have a percentage here on the THC, but I would probably say it was probably around a 20, maybe a little less. It was mild. It was mild. It wasn't too potent, uh, but it was it was good. Shout out my boy, Informa. I like a boom boom now. Shout out, boy. Thank you for that. And Fama. <laughs> Who remembers that song? Who was that? Uh, who was that? Uh, what was his name? Shit. What the hell was his name? I'm not going to look at my phone. I want to figure this out. Hold on. I can see his face. He wore the white jacket with the goggles. He looked like he was like kind of Spanish or white, but he was from Canada. And Fama. Damn it, I know some of y'all are answering. I can't hear you. I wish I could hear you. Ah, I'm going to have to look it up. I don't remember. All right, fine. I'm looking on my Google. I'm not going to lie. Informa. Snow. I knew it. Damn it. I knew it was a white dude from Canada named Snow. That was that joint. Uh -huh. Wait a second. Is he saying I'll lick your boom boom now? Wow. That dude was, uh, was eating the groceries way before that was a thing. Y'all nasty mofos. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just too funny. I had to, I had to laugh. I hope someone's laughing with me. And then finally is the RS11. And so it is rated a 4.8 on Leafly, so one of the highest rated that I've ever seen. Uh, but it is, a, it is a bit newer, though, so not a lot of ratings, only 16, but it is a hybrid. 24% THC, so very high potent. Um, it is a uh, sativa-leaning hybrid, so it's good for the energy. It's definitely going to get you on the move. I was using it to run errands. Also known as Rainbow Sherbert 11, uh, medical marijuana patients report feeling calm and sedated, but still mentally alert. The flavor profile is extra fruity with citrus, a little sour citrus too. Definitely going to make you giggly. It's a do it. It's a smooth smoke. Um, it lingers with a sweet, spicy aroma. Uh, medical marijuana patients also say it helps with pain as well. It's really cool looking too because it's like a vibrant lime green and like space yellow kind of hues. So it's really cool uh, looking. Um, again, uplifting makes you talkative. Citrus, tropical, and peach flavors and it definitely helps uh it definitely helped me with anxiety and also helps with depression and also hypertension medical marijuana patients say it helps with as well so definitely a really good strain got the carefuline micrine and limonene terpenes so really so really similar to the granimals that we talked about earlier very similar uh thc and bud and terpene profile Smoke weed every day. Oh, and that's all for the bud. Let's hit this one more time. And I just want to talk about a quick story of why I believe marijuana should be legalized. We should not have marijuana illegal, which causes people to get arrested and put in jail for petty little crimes of having just a little bit of weed. So... I'm not going to get deep into the story. Um, did she make some mistakes? Sure. We all make mistakes in life, but that doesn't mean that we deserve to get our whole life flipped upside down. It's time to take a minute. Just sit right there. Tell me how I became the kid. Okay, I'll call. But oh, anyway, let me hit this real quick. Um, so let's get into this story. What happened? So here in Tennessee, this is why I know about it. It's a local story. Um, there was a young lady. I'm not going to put her name out there. She was named Teacher of the Year 
in January of 2022. Okay, so she's me. She's like me. She's a teacher. Very highly rated teacher, obviously, like your boy. Very highly rated, right? Uh, we both smoke weed, right? Doesn't make us bad people, right? So what happened? She is ending up now facing burglary, trespassing, and drug possession charges because of this. Because she had weed in her car, which was detained at a vehicle impound lot. And so again, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but basically she needed to get her registration in her car out of the impound. But instead of the attendant being nice enough to just let her back there or going and getting it for her, they told her no. So how the hell was she ever supposed to get her car out? Was she supposed to just leave it in there? So she climbed the fence. Probably not the best idea, but she climbed the fence, got in her car, looking for the, uh, for the, um, well, clearly they got cameras. They called the police. Police pull up. She's looking for her registration in the car. Cop comes up. Hey, you know, uh, uh, he smells weed. Apparently she had some weed in the car, right? But, but again, if weed is legal and you can have it on you, then this wouldn't be an issue and nothing would have happened to her. Well, she probably still would have got the trespassing charge because, yes, she probably shouldn't have jumped the fence, but... Why are you being a dick? How the hell else is she supposed to get her car out? So, was she supposed to leave it back there forever because you don't want to let her go back there and get it? Or go get it for her and be nice? Like, it's already impounded. What do you want her to do? That's the only way she can get it out is with her registration, and it's inside the damn car. Anyways, but the cop did smell, asked if she could search. She said yes. She found He found the weed. The cops found the weed, and they put her in jail. Now, she's facing her life being flipped upside down with felony drug charges and all this shit for just a small amount of marijuana in a pipe and a grinder. Something that most smokers have in their possession at home or even usually carry on them when they're going places. Um, does that make her a bad person? No, she, clearly she's a good at, she's really good at her job, clearly. And so she clearly cares and she's a fourth grade teacher, so she clearly cares about children. So she's clearly a good person. She made a stupid mistake by jumping the fence, sure. But again, you put her into a corner, what was she supposed to do if you're not going to let her get her registration? supposed to just let it sit there and rot until you decide one day you want to let her in now okay she could have gone about it a better way agreed but this is the point if weed was legal then she wouldn't have gotten trouble with it and it would have just been okay you probably shouldn't have hopped that fence you're gonna get a trespassing charge which is a much lighter charge than everything else that she has now which by the way don't understand the burglary since she was in her own car but uh, the justice system in general is a piece of shit fuck the police and the justice system but anyway fuck all the shit you know <clears throat> same fucking thing with the police all we do is rap about it you know you know because police like fucking with niggas stop you throw you on the ground and shit put a gun to your head and shit you know what i'm saying you know, just fuck with you for no reason. Anyway, I'll fuck the police. And that's all, folks. Ah, <laughs> you know, I'd just be playing around. I love you all. Have a blessed two weeks. By the way, yes, I am now moving to an every two week format since we are also doing YouTube videos. So if you want to catch us in between those two weeks, you need to go subscribe to the YouTube so you can follow the updates there. I love you all. Have a blessed couple weeks. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. And we want 
everyone to join us. So please download, like, listen, share all over your social media. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love. The Omar Way. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.